Hi, welcome to Talking with Fred. I'm Tony. And I'm Joe. Tony, what are we going to talk about today? We're talking about the fourth commandment. And that is? Remember to keep the Sabbath holy. Okay. So, Joe, I have a question for you. All right. So, what does keeping the Sabbath holy mean for God's people today? There's a lot of ways you can look at it. Keeping the Sabbath holy is, obviously, traditionally, it's been the time to to rest, you know, because that's the Mm -hmm. creation story. After the sixth day, the last thing God did was create man, and uh, apparently that was very taxing because then he needed a day off. And thank you for that, Lord. (laughs) Do you think God needed a day off, Tony? That's interesting to say, because we always learn that God <laughs> never stops working. <laughs> and for him to call out the one day, for me, is very significant. Okay, why? Well, I think people need rest. I think from... Did God need rest? It seems that he did. Okay. It wouldn't have been in the Bible if he didn't. Why would he need rest? That's a good question. <laughs> it's a very good... Honestly, it's a good question. I, it's hard to answer that one of my own. So what you're saying to me is that... Sometimes we struggle with some of these ideas and concepts that we read in the Bible, and how do we exactly interpret them, and how do we yeah. use them in our everyday life, right? Exactly. Because what what exactly are we talking about? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> if you can create the universe, then okay, that's a big job, but do you really need a day off? You know, and all of these different things are important because they've been a part of human society since the time it was written. So I think part of it is, I think, I mean, let's just take the practical side all right. of it first. Yeah. That yeah, I think it's a it's a really important thing to keep into mind that we need some time off. You need to yeah. rest. You need to take care of yourself. Yeah, I, I, you need that moment to recharge. Right. Let uh, your mind break down from your everyday work life yeah. and relax and be with your family. Yeah. And so I think there's absolutely that aspect of it is a healthy way to live your life. Yeah. If you will take some time and um, rest, have think about something dump. else. Yeah. Have a you major know, brain dump in life. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You know, do something else, do something different because a lot of inspiration, a lot of good ideas, a lot of things that come to us, new, come to us when we're doing something that we don't usually do. Yeah. Not you using know. your brain power yeah. on having many, 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 many yeah. years ago when I was in, in college, I went to a seminar, a weekend seminar that was uh, led by a Japanese professor that was teaching on leadership and stuff. And he said, you'll always get your best ideas when you're doing something totally different. In other words, away from the office, away from your job, away from those things, you're doing yeah. something else. Freeze your mind up. You know, yeah, that's when you're going to get inspiration. And, and I think he was right. I think that, that it's important for us to recognize that we need rest. We need to be recharged. Yeah. And that's actually an inspiration. So I absolutely, yeah. I think that's a part of it. Yeah, and it gives you the opportunity to do uh, stuff that you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. Hobbies, things that people can't do when you're busy doing work on other things. Unless your hobby is your work. That's true. That's which true on that end. mine, right? Yeah. So, so That's true. So, I, you know... <laughs> Love to play drums. Yeah. <laughs> That's part of my job, but yeah, yeah. but you know, things I mean, work out. Still, you need the time to relax and to rest and to get mm-hmm. away from things. So that's yeah. that's kind of the technical th- side of it. And there is that side of it in the kingdom of God that we need to remember that God's also giving us a very healthy way to live life. Yeah. Right? I mean, he's giving us some fundamental truths, principles and values that we can follow that make a difference in our everyday life. Yeah. Right? And I think whenever and however you can do that is extremely important that you're aware of it. I mean, you may be in a situation somewhere in the world where it's not exactly, you know, a five-day work week or a six-day work week or whatever. Right. But it really doesn't matter because what matters is that you make sure that there's a little time mm-hmm. for you to, 
you know, think about yeah. things, consider things, think about something else, read yeah. a book. A little whatever. time for yourself, a little time for yeah. what's surrounding So you. why do you think that God would say that we needed a Sabbath? We needed a, a day of rest. We need a day where, one, relax your bones, let your mind unwind, and two, to go and worship Him. Take a little time and uh, focus on Him and let Him pour out His Spirit on us. Let Him inspire us. Uh, do you know? Church. Do you know why we go to church on Sunday and not on Saturday? No, you don't know that. That one I don't know. Okay, why? Like well, the first because I mean, it's Saturday the first traditionally is yeah. the Sabbath, right? Yeah, I remember knowing that the Sabbath is right. Saturday, right? And we I go mean, to church on the, Sunday, which, which is, the, is the first day of the week, because right. in the in the New Testament we read that on the first day of the week, yeah, Jesus rose. Okay, right? so yeah. we go to church on the first day traditionally, the first day of the week, right. because we celebrate resurrection, right? Yeah. So for us, we celebrate resurrection. It's always and, nice to learn a historical thing <laughs> in life. No, it really is. I mean, <laughs> I I love it. <laughs> well, and, but I mean that goes more to the heart of the spiritual aspect of mm-hmm. the Sabbath and the whole talk about Sabbath, because there's a lot of ways you can look at it, and there's a lot of things you can discuss and talk about. Mm -hmm. But, you know, what are the fundamental, some of the fundamental spiritual things that we can use in our day and time, Mm -hmm. in our life, here and now, to make our lives better, to understand our lives more, to make more sense of our lives, and to Mm -hmm. get more purpose out of our lives. Well, there's a fundamental truth in the fact of how God created everything. The first six days, He created life on earth. Right. Right. And the last thing he created was man. Mm -hmm. And the interesting thing is a lot of times you'll listen to preachers preach about the fact or preach about the subject that, and on the sixth day, you know, he made man. Like man was the cherry on the top of the Sunday, right? Yeah. But if you read it, really, that's not really what happens. Man is actually at the bottom, right? Because everything in the creation story is dependent on that that goes before it. So what's the first thing God created? Heavens and the earth. Right. And then what was the first thing on the first day, what happened? Light. Light came right? on, yeah. Light's not dependent on anything else. Mm-mm. No. Light's not dependent on anything, no. right? No. And then everything that comes after that is dependent on what goes before it. That's right. right? You depend so in other on, words, we depend on light. the animals, yeah. right, they come after, mm-hmm. you know, the, the grasses and the bushes and the, yeah. and the earth and all that because they're dependent on that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So man, being the last that was created, is dependent, dependent on, on everything, everything that went by. So, so basically, <laughs> we're the weak link, yeah. right? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> because we can't survive unless Without all of the other things are in place. That's true. Right? And they've always said that. Right? That's true. Learn that in science. Okay. They said if so then goes, after God did it. that, right? Mm-hmm. Then he says, you have to have a Sabbath day. And so that Sabbath day is, it means a lot of different things. It means a day of rest. Right. But it also means death and resurrection. It also means that it's on the seventh day. It mm-hmm. is a process. It is a time. Yeah. It's an epoch. It's mm-hmm. it's all of these different things, right? Mm-hmm. So in other words, there's going to be times in your life when you go through a situation, mm-hmm. you go through something, you want right. to accomplish something, right. or something bad has happened to you, that you realize mm-hmm. this is for a time. Right. You know, like it says in a lot of places, at least yeah. Yeah. in the Old Testament, it says, and it came to pass. And my father, who was also a preacher, he always said, <laughs> you know, it came to pass. It didn't yeah. come to stay, right? That's a, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> it came to pass. It came to pass, and it's it gone. It didn't come to stay. <laughs> no. And so that's Good kind point. of that's kind yeah. of important to remember in yeah. life. You know, whatever I'm in the middle of, it's going to good pass. or bad, yeah. it didn't come to stay. No. And it come It'll to pass. pass. Yeah. Right? Well, that's what God's kind of talking about, right? Yeah. He's kind of talking about it doesn't matter what we experience in life, mm-hmm. it's going to pass. Yeah. And so what happens? How do we go the from the end of something to the beginning of something? 
Mm. And that's kind of God's purpose in life, right? Yeah. And it's one of those fundamental things that's difficult sometimes for us to get a hold of. But as David writes in Psalm 121, mm-hmm. last verse, he says, God, he protects, God, he observes, God, he blesses mm-hmm. our going out yep. and our coming, coming in. in. And that's important. And he says it distinctly. Right, mm-hmm. we go out of something and we to come, come into, into something, something yeah. right, and that's important because when God was finished with the creation, yeah. then that process was finished. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean it stopped. No, that meant it was time for something new to happen. Yeah, and so the eighth day, traditionally, yeah. the eighth day, new beginnings represents new beginnings. Yeah, right. So six represents the fullness of what man can do, the fullness of the created earth, the fullness of what man can accomplish, mm-hmm. and then comes. The end. And then comes a new beginning, beginning. right? So we have to understand that our life is the going out and the coming in, not the coming in and the going out. And sometimes people want to change it around and say, you know, well, you come in and you go out. No, you have to go out of something to come in. in. Why do you think that would be important, Tony? To come out of something. Why would it be more important to come out of something and into something than it is to come into something and out of something. I think there are things you have to drop. You have to release things in order for something else to come into exactly, your life. Exactly, right. That's why God says, so release, other, yeah. give me what you have, and I will give you. Right. So in other words, you can't come into something new unless you leave. Unless you let go of what right. is old. So you have to go out of something to come into something. What right. Could you think of a spiritual principle concept that would explain going out and coming in? For, uh, Forgiveness. Yeah. Right. And we've talked about this a couple of times. That's right. right. Yeah. Right. For something how do we, how good. Do we, yeah. For us to get on with life. Right. Where we have to let go of something. Mm-hmm. We have to draw a line in the sand. We have to mark that this is where this ends. Right. And for example, if it's yeah. a bad situation that we say, this is as far as it goes, you're not going to go there anymore. Right. Now I'm going to go on. Right. right. Because it's fundamentally important for us to yeah. understand Mm-hmm. That we have to go out of something before yeah. we can come into something. Yeah. So that's what God's telling us mm-hmm. also in all of this, right? Yeah. He's telling us that you've got to have a time in life, mm-hmm. or you have to understand that the times you go through in life yeah. are short. They've come to pass. Yeah. They have a time They have come to stay. Yeah. And so what's important for us is to understand where we're going. We right? have to have direction in our life. So I know yeah. whatever I have is going to end. So where do I go from there? So where do I go from there? Yeah. And I'm already planning for it. So you get into some things about the difference between knowledge and wisdom, for example, mm-hmm. right? Right. There's an old saying that says, wisdom is a man well-traveled. I can know something. I can know a fact. Two plus yeah. two is four, yeah. right? I can know something. But when I travel and I find out what is the concepts of different things and the context of different things, for example, in Copenhagen, as right. opposed to Miami, Right. as opposed to Singapore. It, the context, culture, ways of doing things, traditions are different. Yes, right. very much so. That has an effect. So in other words... What people do differently. Exactly. Yeah. We're in Copenhagen. Yeah. And so in Copenhagen and Denmark, they do things a little differently yeah, than, than where I come the, from exactly. in, in Miami and in Florida, yeah. right? Yeah. So does that mean that one side is more holy than the other side? Not at all. Not at all. Because some things are okay here that's not okay there. Some right. things are okay there that's not right. okay here, right? So you have to understand where you're... So yeah. wisdom is that which kind of gives context, right? Yeah. But wisdom is a man well-traveled. Yeah. In other words, you have to move. It's great that you point that out because in order to come to Copenhagen, you have to leave right. where you are, or exactly. to Singapore, or 
London, you have to leave to go in right. to that place. And then exactly. you get to experience the fullness. Yeah, exactly. The yeah. journey. Yeah. And you get to experience the world around you. Yeah. And that's and, amazing. And, and the, one of the big things in, in, in our Christian walk and in our Christian understanding is learning to enjoy the journey. A lot of people want to hang on to the sixth day, right? They want to hold on to things well, they have accomplished. Yeah, it's comfortable. Right? It's well known. Six, six is man. It's the time of man. And, every, and there's a lot of people that want to hang on, good or bad. We've talked about this before, right? But one of the things in my job as a pastor, someone will come to me for counseling, mm-hmm. you know, and they have a pain in their life, yeah. right? They have a difficult time going out of that pain to come into something new. Yeah. Because it's they say, I know this hurts. This yeah. is a pain. Yeah. But I've learned to live with it. I've learned to survive with it. Yeah. I know how it treats me. Yeah. I know how I react to it. Yeah. I know how it feels. What happens if I let that go and I go into something that you say is good? Yeah. How do I know it's good? Yeah. I've never experienced it. Yeah. Right? The so fear of I know what I have. No matter what. Yeah. I know what I have. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'll get. So I'll just stay where I'm at. See, that's a human thought. A spiritual thought is I know what I have, but what God has for me is better. And you find out that God is behind. Right. And we've said it before. He's behind the curtain. Curtain call. Waiting for you. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And the light is there. Right. That's the beauty of it. The and light so, is there right. showing you, look at everything that I have. Exactly. I and so for have. us, it's easy to forgive. So for something better, I give up something old. Good or bad. Because we know that we go yeah. forward in Christ, we're yeah. growing. Yeah. Right? Otherwise you'd go to death. Yeah. And that's part of what God's telling us. He's telling us that that which will change us, that which will keep us centered and focused mm-hmm. and in the right direction is life. Yeah. is moving forward with him because mm-hmm. God is always moving forward, right? He never stops, right? never for stays example, in the past. For example, in Matthew 19, mm-hmm. that's where we read about Jesus meeting the rich young man. And the rich young man says to him, how, how am I saved? And Jesus says, well, keep the commandments, right? Right. And he says, I've done that since I was a kid. And then what does Jesus say to him? Jesus says, sell everything you've got. And give it to the poor. Give it to the poor and follow me. And what happens? He put his head down, tucked his tail between his legs and went home. Right. He went in the opposite direction of Jesus, yeah. right? Because it says Jesus went on. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus said God's always moving forward. Yeah. That's not just a principle of the kingdom of God. That's a principle of the universe. What has research found out about the universe? It's, it's expanding. Ever expanding. Yeah. Right? Ever expanding. So God's always moving forward. Yeah. The question is, will we move with him? And that's where the rich young man lost it because he was afraid. Yeah. Right? He knew what he had. <laughs> he mm-hmm. didn't know what he was going to get. Yeah. Right? And he assumed... He would just be poor. Right. But Jesus yeah. never says that. No. And as I've argued many times, that could be the greatest investment advice yes. I remember that you a talking man about has that. ever gotten. Yeah. Right? First of all, he was a rich young man. Yeah. That didn't happen a lot in no, olden times, right? Not at all. Most of the time, wealth was transferred through inheritance. Yeah. Or you had wealth based on land ownership that mm-hmm. was in some family. So right. he had a lot of responsibility, right? On and so hand, one yeah. of his big responsibilities was, how am I going to keep this? Yeah. Right? I mean, that's the fear for anybody who, who <laughs> has Stressing enough. Yeah. You know? Okay, yeah. now I've inherited all this. I have received all of this. So how do I keep it going? How do I keep from not messing this up? Yeah. Right? That's what a lot of young people face. Yeah. And I think Jesus gave him a wonderful... Best financial advice he could ever have. Ever, right? Because if you go back to the Old Testament, and in the law of Moses, it says, you know, be kind to the poor, Uh always be giving generous to them. Why? Because 
there's only two ways it. to be poor, yeah. right? Yeah. There's only two ways to be poor. One is you've lost everything. Right. The other is you've never had a chance. Right. Where is the best investment opportunities? In both those places. Right. You know, yeah. you find some guy, you <laughs> it's know. the truth, yeah. Well, right? Yeah, I mean, you said There was a young man at a time in his garage yeah. that he that was called Steve Jobs, right? That yeah. couldn't get anybody interested in what he was working on. But some people said, wait a minute, he's never had a chance. Let's give I'm going to give him some money. Yeah. Well, they're very happy they did. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay? true, yeah. yeah. Uh, the other thing is great things to invest in are things that something has happened to them that has not been their fault. Yeah. Right. And they've lost it all. Yeah. Well, they have that knowledge of how they exactly. got there. Exactly. And, and if so they're they really good you. business people, they're going to come in. So, yeah. so in a way, you could look at it as, as Jesus yeah. saying, "I'm going to give you some really great advice as to yeah. how you can not only keep what you've got, oh, well, but I, expand it. Yeah. Have right? much more than what you have now. Invest it in the poor. Yeah. And then follow me. Yeah. I think that's great advice. But yeah. he didn't. He no. assumed. Yeah. That Jesus was telling him be poor, to give it all away. Yeah. Come, you know, walk in the, the ditches with, with me, of yeah. which Jesus never did. No. But that was his assumption. Right? Yeah. Be homeless. So, so I think that's part of it. We're getting back to that thing. You know, we want to hang on to what we know and what we yeah. think and what we've accomplished. We want to hold on to the sixth day. It's we comforting. don't want to let it yeah. die, no. which is the seventh day. But as we know, there is no resurrection without death. Right. So the Sabbath is also the day of death. It's mm-hmm. the day of letting it go, yeah. putting it to rest, yeah. understanding that it has to die so that it can be resurrected again. And the resurrection is what? A whole new life. Jesus, when he went the way of the cross, mm-hmm. was crucified, died, and was buried. Yeah. When he was raised again, he was still Jesus. He was still Jesus. Right? Yeah. But he was a whole new Yeah, he was Jesus. a whole new I mean, yeah. he, had, <laughs> he had broken through death. Yeah. Right, he was now he defeated it the like firstborn no yeah. from the dead, as Paul writes about. Yeah, he had done something that humanly had never been done. Right, so yeah. there was a whole new That's beginning. True, yeah. What's so important for us to remember is that the Sabbath and the commandment to keep the Sabbath holy is also a commandment to continue to move forward. Yeah, to continue to be willing to let go of things, continue to be well traveled, whether that's in your mind or in your spirit. Yeah, you know, a lot of people in their spiritual life will not. Experience anything new because they absolutely refuse to accept the possibility that there could be something else other than what their church teaches. And that's a sad that's situation yeah. because it doesn't matter what your church teaches. Mm-hmm. You should always be open for something new. Right. Right. Not that it's new like indifferent or anything, but something yeah. that's a renewal. Yeah. It's a resurrection. Yeah. Through the Holy Spirit. Right. Allowing Him to show you right. a new place, something new, and He will. And so, for example, if, you. you're, if you're a part of a church that you think, Oh, it's just really dead. It's just really boring. Yeah. Then your prayer should be, okay, God, I'm going to let it die. I'm going to let go of it. Now renew it in me mm-hmm. and show me what the original purpose was. Yeah. What was the original passion yeah. that gave birth to, to this the, church through the denomination or through yeah. the church that I'm a part of? And that's a wonderful way of looking at it because yeah. suddenly all things become new. Well, yeah. The old has passed away. Yeah. You get inspiration become, from the Holy become Spirit. New, yeah. And that's what you want to live in. Yeah. You get that inspiration from the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Something new comes into your mind. I mean, things start booming. Right. And so what's holy, yeah. what is pure, what is admirable, mm-hmm. what is 
achievable. What is our purpose is to keep moving forward. Keep living in renewal. Keep living in resurrection. Keep living in a new beginning and understanding that everything I go through is a process to bring me to a new place so that I will do something, achieve something, learn something. But then I have a responsibility not to stay there. Well, that's just like the birth of Christ. If they would have stayed put, they would have died. Right. You have to keep moving forward. It has to be that process that we we continue to renew ourselves. We continue to be reborn. And that gives gives us the hope. And what we've been talking about is mm-hmm. the first four commandments, yeah. right? Yeah. That there'll be no other gods before me. No I am gods. the original. Yeah. <laughs> I am the beginning. There's no copy. I am the end. Yeah. <laughs> right? There are no other gods but me. Nope. Life comes from me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm I am the, the creator. Yeah. The second one is don't make any images. Don't serve what's created. Serve the creator. The third one was, we'll take the Lord's, Lord's name, name in vain. vain. Keep yep. your focus. Yeah. Show that respect. Yeah. Know who he is. Yeah. And know who Don't we take are his in name. Yeah. It is to be meaningless. Give him that respect that he deserves. Right. Well, how do you do all of that? Keeping that's the, the fourth. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So in other words, God, and that's what we've been talking about, the yeah. first four are those spiritual principles that are so enormously important in our lives that if we're going to have a creator, if we're going to serve the creator, if we're going to keep focus on him, then we have to learn to be resurrected. That's the only way you can do it, right? Because if you hang on... Learn to let go, yeah. Right, because if you hang on to what you have, then God becomes what you want him to be. Not what he is supposed to be. Right, not what he wants to be in you. Yeah. And that's that's something that people fight a lot with, right? They put God in a box. Yeah. Right, God is. And God is this and this. Well, you know, if you want to know what God is not, (laughs) then tell him what he is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. Well, that's one of those things that I, I always keep in mind when I pray. I would say, it's you and I, because he is first. I, and and I always want to make sure that he's the bigger one, that he stays who he is, yeah. that I don't make him Santa Claus. <laughs> no. And that's the worst thing. Right. And, you know, I get people that come to me all the time and they say, oh, God has spoken to me. He's called. He's laid something in my heart. And, and I always ask them, is, is it good? Oh, yes, it's fantastic. It's going to be, it's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. <laughs> it's, not God. Say, ah, it's not God. It's not God. Right? Because when God talks to you, Some it's you, scary. Yeah. Okay? Because yeah. God is bigger than we are. His thoughts are higher than yeah. our thoughts. So when God speaks to you, you'll shake in your boots, right? Yeah. Because you'll say, yeah. this is impossible. Yeah. I can never accomplish this. Yeah. Uh, I don't need to be thinking these thoughts. I don't want anything to do with this. Yeah. Then it's God. Yeah. Right? God's not talking about what's possible for you. <laughs> no. He's talking about what's possible for him. Yeah. And what's possible for him is yeah. impossible for me. Yeah. So, That's so, why we rely on so him. So all of these people that go yeah. around and say, oh, God spoke to me. It's going to be so, I just can't wait to get started. Well, sure. maybe you should go back and listen to him again because <laughs> every time God has talked to me yeah. and called me somewhere, it has been scary. Yeah. And it, it has been is. more than yeah. I could handle. Yeah. It has been more than my ability could bear. Yeah. It's been something that's shaken me to my core. Yeah. But has made me a better person. Yeah. And it always does. Right. That's what uh, I remember your dad saying that um, something similar. But he said, like, uh, talking in the aspect of God waiting to the last minute, say. And the significant part of it was that God answered him and said, So you know it's me. Right. It, it, it's, it's got to be something impossible. Right? Yeah. So, so imagine yourself. Imagine yourself. <laughs> 
Okay, and now so we're going to know get, it's me. Yeah, but now we'll get it. we'll get kind of way out there. Right? Yeah, but imagine yeah, yeah. yourself in he- in heaven. Yeah, on a Monday morning. Right, right? and uh, and in heaven they're having a a staff meeting Monday morning. Right, and God yeah. comes in with his coffee cup, yeah. sits down at the end of the table, and he looks over at Jesus and he says, "I've got a wonderful plan." Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to call you to do something. And Jesus says, oh, this is going to be great. Yeah. This is going to be gonna good. Be good. Right? This is going to be fantastic. What are you going to do with it? <laughs> I, I want you to go to die. earth and die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Jesus kind of says, what? Yeah, yeah, I can imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> say, that again. say that again. <laughs> say that again. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. God, uh, do you have a bad night? Did you yeah. get up on the wrong side of the bed? Were you up all night? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you should not have eaten those tacos yeah, last night. Yeah. <laughs> You know, but it's true. But that's the principle. Yeah. Right. That's the principle. If he is going to do something in my life, yeah. then it's going to be something that's impossible. Impossible for us. It's impossible for us. Yeah. And so that is what you have to get a hold of. Yeah. Do I want to live in the realm of what's possible for me or do I want to live in the realm of what's impossible for, for God? Him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think I'll choose God. But if I do that, it comes with then I've got to have a Sabbath because God can't use me, right? Yeah. So now we're back in Gethsemane, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. There's Jesus on off. his knees mm-hmm. crying and bleeding mm-hmm. and saying, if this cup can pass me by, yeah. then please let it pass me by. But not my will, your will be done, Yeah. right? Because I know that this is going to be impossible. This is hard for me. Yeah. This is painful. This yeah. is all this thing. But whatever you've got on the other side... Yeah is going to be worth it. When you baptize, mm. you say you die in Christ right. and resurrect exactly. in Christ. Right. And yeah. that's to a whole new life. Yeah. Right? And whole that's what creation. we believe. And that's yeah. why it's so important for us, if we're going to understand these concepts mm-hmm. of having a creator in our life, that there's no other life in our life but mm-hmm. God that created me. Right? Yeah. So in other words, I have no other father. No. I have no other mother. Mm-mm. I have no other yeah. beginnings. Right. He is my beginning. Yeah. He is everything. He is that that has yeah. created me. Yeah. My future is in him. I will serve him mm-hmm. yeah. and not what I can create through him. No. Right? I'm never going to get to the point where I will serve yeah. and worship what Something, I have yeah. created through yeah. him. Right. No, I serve him. Yeah. So I'll have no images. Yeah. I will have him in the center yeah. of my life. Yeah. He will be my purpose. Mm-hmm. I will not consider his name as to be vain no. or to be empty, but he will be my purpose. Yeah. He will be my focus. And the way that I do that mm-hmm. is I allow myself to die. Yeah. And that's why Paul writes to us, I will only preach this one thing. Christ, Christ crucified. crucified yeah. And me crucified with him. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because he learned that the way to a new life it's through, it's through the day of the Sabbath. It's through the day of, of death. Yeah. It's through the day. Why? Because the eighth day is coming. Yeah. And I don't creation. want to have to yeah. go back yeah. to the sixth day or the fourth day of the fifth. No. I want to go to the eighth day because yeah. that's the new beginning. Yeah. That's what's laying in the future. Mm-hmm. And that's where God is. Yeah. And that's what I want to experience. Yeah. A great thing is just like we learned with um, the children of Israel. When they asked for quail, mm. what did God do? He created more. Mm-hmm. Right. And he the did the best impossible. Thing. Yeah. Right. And that's the th- if it's not there for you, God will create it. Right. Because we serve the creator. The creator. Yeah. Not the created. Yeah. Right. He'll so, build it. He'll so make it. Whatever yeah. we need, it'll come to us. So in that scenario, us. right, yeah. what was their prayer? Yeah. We're starving. Yeah. We need something to eat. Well, when you serve the created, yeah. then you say, we need something to eat, so I need this and this and this. Right. But he's the creator. So? So what did he do? He, he let created. manna fall yeah. down from heaven. Right. Something that they had never seen before. No. Right? Yeah. Something that they had when they needed meat, 
Yeah. He sent the quail in, yeah. right? Something that was impossible. Yeah. So that's the point. You yeah. know, I'm hungry. I need a steak. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you want to serve that, then that's what you're going to eat. Yeah. But maybe God would give you something that you've never seen before that's a hundred times better than that. steak. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and that's kind of the mindset. Yeah. It's the mindset that we take that whatever he has for me is better. Yeah. But in order to achieve that, I got to release I gotta it. I got to let go of myself. Yeah. And that's my pride. Yeah. It's the yeah. arrogance of who we think we are, mm-hmm. whether that's positive or negative. Yeah. Right. It's not a question of, oh, he's proud because he's super proud. No, no, somebody that's also really at the other end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. It's still the human experience that we're, yeah. that we're fighting with. Move yourself aside and, and so, let God be God. Yeah, if I will let that die and let his life come into me, yeah. then the next six open up. And this is where we about get back to the first podcast we made about this. Mm-hmm. was about honoring your father and your mother. Right? right. So how can you honor your father and your mother without first dying? Because you have to be able to see... Yeah, because that's when it comes origin, next. Yeah. Your origin, yeah. your beginning from a new perspective. Yeah. You can't look at the physical. You have to look at the spiritual. Yeah. So I can't, as we talked about back then, yeah. you know, I love you mm-hmm. because of who you are, Tony. Right. Well, I can't have Tony unless I have Tony's parents. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So we will honor that because that's what gave us our beginning. But I can't do anything with that unless I'm willing to die. And that's why God puts that at number four. Yeah. And opens up the next six Yeah, that are fundamentally, we'll get into the next ones in the next podcast, but are fundamentally yeah. Yeah. what God wants us to achieve in life. Right? Yeah. He doesn't want us just to have this as, as a philosophy, no. as a way of thinking. He wants it to be something that, that we guidelines. can experience. Yeah. We can use it in everyday yeah. life. And, mo- and we do. And that's the great thing. Even in our, just our basic laws. Right. <laughs> right. You know, we want to go literal. On things. Well, yeah, what you governs know? my life, Yeah, why I do the things that I do, Yeah, why I have the ideas that I have, Yeah, it's and so cool. that's what it is that guides me, Yeah, right? That's so awesome, and I'm looking forward to going on to number six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Yeah. And, uh, and it's just, it's so awesome to see this and experience something new with talking about the Ten Commandments. Right. Because, like I've said before, a lot of times when we first read them, we start taking them literally. Right. And when you start opening up to conversations like we have, right. you start to see a different point of view. Exactly. And you start to see more of God's view. Right. And that's what's awesome about it. That's what's awesome about it. So I hope you have enjoyed your cup of coffee. We always do. And uh, if you have any questions, feel free to write us at Facebook at Talking With Fred. You can also contact us, talkingwithfred777 at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Instagram at talkingwithfred777. Have a great day. God bless. And always remember, Jesus loves you.